bro, you missed your cue. There is no cue. There is always a cue. You wait like a second and then you're like, What is up, guys? Dude versus everything. You missed it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Dudes versus Everything. It's another beautiful Thursday. It's another day. It's another beautiful evening. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful whatever time you're listening to. Mm-hmm. And it is another episode... Of oh, Dudes versus Everything. And as always, we are your hosts. <laughs> I am Jesus Perez, and this is... Rudy Robles. All right. Also, surprise, bitches. This is season three. Is it? Yeah. We never even made a season two finale. Surprise. <laughs> this is now season three. That, that was your finale. There yep. you go. Well, now. That was your epilogue, prologue, introduction, and now we're bussing. Yeah. Season three. <laughs> this video is sponsored by. No one. It's been three seasons. And my bank account. <laughs> Our bank accounts. <laughs> It's been three seasons. Where are you? We need you. When we needed you most, you weren't there. When you needed us most, we were there. When we needed you, you punched us into a mountain and then told us to think and then told us that you were part of a basically sane world and used us as a meat shield for a train and then you know told us that what's 17 more years you can always make another son that's a good show it's Mm -hmm. it's a very good show if you guys haven't Mm -hmm. seen the show uh, Invincible on Amazon I basically ruined it at that point Mm. highly recommend the show Invincible it's a really it's Mm -hmm. like it's amazing like if you like action movies, if you like like comics, if you're all about like the Marvel universe, and if you like like alternatives, yeah, because you hate the Marvel universe at the same time, yeah, or if you like uh, DC or you hate DC and you want some real shit, yeah. like some gory shit, mm-hmm. like if you wish like the DC universe like had like more blood and gore, this is it. This is literally it. You want to see people die. Yeah. Watch Invincible. You want to see them get ripped to part? I'm getting ripped tonight. But yeah, great show. Anyways, fucking, uh, what are we talking about? We well, are. first of all, sorry to cut you off. But, oh. You want to wanna do a, what are we drinking at the beginning of episodes now? I thought that's what we always did. Uh, we did it sometimes in the beginning of episodes. Yeah, because sometimes we would talk about, like, like how we just did. And, and then, then that would, would go, go on for like, like half an hour. <laughs> like, I don't know if you've seen that meme where it's like, hey, do you have a moment to talk about blank? And then, like, the dude's like, mm. of course. And then it's like a nine hour conversation. Yeah. Um, I'm drinking, yet again, Terramana. But this time, I have Reposado. Yeah, uh, yeah it was because, like, I wanted tequila. Mm. And none of the, like, it was, the shelves were literally almost 
almost all sold out of tequila for some reason. Like scalpers. No, and like just all in, in general, like tequila itself, like people fucking. But anyway, I, I saw the last Terramana and it was what I saw this time, so I got that. But I only had half a bottle, so I dumped that into a mixer and I'm just straight up drinking uh, mar- margarita. <laughs> I am trying, not new to me, but new to the you know show. I'm drinking. Oh, look at that. Look, that's crispy. Yeah, that's, that's fucking. Shing. Look, look. I'm drinking Gentleman's Jack. A, uh, a Jack actually, Daniels bottle. Yeah, I, I actually bought it because it was on sale today. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's uh, it's definitely smooth. If you like smooth whiskeys, um, it goes down smooth, and then it feels like uh, like you drank fire, but not bad. <laughs> not bad. Not bad at all. Honestly, it's it's pretty good. In my opinion. What's the uh, alcohol percentage? It is a 40%. So it's not bad. <clears throat> yeah. Pretty uh, good, averagely good whiskey up there. It's a... What makes it Gentleman's Jack? Like, what What makes that different than the regular Jack Daniels? Uh, well, this one is double mellowed. Oh. That's... That's about it. Whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> yeah, whatever. The, <laughs> it's double. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. whenever you want double and you, I'm sorry, whenever you want to be a gentleman, you need a DP. Yeah. Double uh, percentage. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what you guys were thinking when I said DP, but yeah. It was penetrated with, you know, whiskey stuff that makes whiskey twice at the same time. <laughs> So, like, I wanted to really quick say, because um, the pandemic has hit everyone really hard, <laughs> and recently, if you guys keep up with, like, politics and news, um, you might have seen uh, fucking uh, Fauci or Foxy, whatever the fuck, the fuck, who the fucking, however, Fauciki, Fauci, the one of the lead, um, Doctors, uh, when Trump was around, or lead scientist, um, mm-hmm. who was pretty much like, "Hey, you guys need to wear masks. Uh, fucking mask will protect you. Yada yada yada. The COVID will do this and that." And turns out that mostly all of what you know was manufactured, um, including the disease, uh, the virus the rules, the guidelines, it was all, it was really all political. It was for politics. And I'm not like a politico. I'm not like a super genius, uh, fucking political knowledgeable individual. But I do know that, I I know enough to get around, right? But yeah, just know that uh, this recently came out, the dude himself came out and like, People were like, hey, um, you mind talking about these emails that we found? And he was like, I bet. And he pretty much admitted, like, that shit was all a lie. And um, the entirety of you had been lied to. So how about you sit on that? I don't think... (coughs) I don't think that, you know, that we didn't 
have a fucking virus. You know, there was obviously a fucking virus. No, 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 that's yeah, not yeah, what yeah, I meant. Yeah. Like, yeah. it, it was but just so like. No, the virus itself listening. is real. The virus yeah. itself is real, but it was yeah. manufactured. Like everything that you heard about it. Yeah. Like we're not being saying safe. that you know the coronavirus was a lie and all this and that. It was definitely a hundred percent real. There was a virus. Yeah, COVID nineteen is real, and the and it killed a lot of people. Yeah, and it's just one of a few. Yeah. Or several coronaviruses. Coronaviruses have been around since the 90s. Mm. This is just COVID-19, which is a strain of said type of virus. Yeah. The more you know. Mm-hmm. Just put a rainbow right here. Okay. There's going to be a rainbow. Gonna be We're going to have an editor eventually. Eventually. Yeah. Whenever we do this, yeah. There's, yeah. yeah. You know what to do. Yeah. You. <laughs> uh, we don't have any money. Yeah, we don't. Mm-hmm. Um, what what little tidbit <laughs> did you want to mention real quick? So, uh, a quick, I guess, tidbit. Tid- Titties? Dick pic. Um, Dick pics. No, tidbit. Um, <laughs> a quick tidbit uh, that you all should know is that crypto is now fucking booming as of lately. Mm. Not, mm, not, okay, not booming, but, <laughs> you know, mm. once you've hit rock bottom, there's only one way to go, and that's up. Hell. And... <laughs> but no, um, crypto has seen a very large surge as of the last two days. Um, now again, crypto is very volatile. Everyone knows this. Um, yeah, because once Bitcoin moves, everything moves. Yeah. What is that thing that fucking? This is not financial advice. Yeah, we are not financial <laughs> advisors. You should do your own research whenever yes. you are making any financial moves. Yes, but um, that is your one disclaimer. Yes, but uh, just saying. Invest in crypto, like it, it's it's moving and it's moving fast. It's moving very fast. You're creating FOMO. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but again, we are not financial experts at all. We're not even experts. We're not even financially <laughs> stable. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't be listening to anything that we say. Yeah, just, just forget whatever I just said right now. But also. Another thing that I'm going to say, um, like really quick, is that um, I want to say that double speed. Okay. <clears throat> the U.S. government is about to declassify all and every single type of UFO article and every <laughs> other UFO type of like you know like fucking like shit that basically went on in the 1940s, 60s, and fucking beyond. Right, 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 1950s didn't fucking exist. Anyways. I Carly is doing a reboot. If you all didn't know, there was also some random dude who actually is our Mad Lad of the Week. His name. Or you can speak in normal speed. I don't think people are catching up. <laughs> I heard like half of what you just said. His name is Marty Weber. Know the name. Uh, you could look at that post on our Instagram. But he is the Mad Lad of the Week. But anyways, just to say everything in a normal way. Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> That's where everything that we just said is leading to. Yeah. Aliens. Again, again, this is like the 26th time we're talking about aliens on this podcast. But. Actually. Nothing. This is season three. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is season three. Woo! <laughs> um, so. The U.S. government is about to declassify a bunch of fucking files um as you know they should because for those of you who don't know 
the U.S. government has to declassify any and all U.S. government files within a certain amount of years, which I believe is 50, which is kind of fucked up, but it's, it is what it is. It is what it is. So, among those years that we are declassifying are very huge major UFO um, sightings and um, when the government actually, like, was involved with UFOs and stuff like that. So, involved with the UFO? Yes. Um, if you actually go on the CIA.gov or any type of government, um, official or government. Or visit the CIA itself. Yeah. Just walk in. No, don't do that. This is your disclaimer. Don't do that. Don't do Please that. don't do that. Um, but, yeah, they're releasing... That they're, they're dropping new aliens. Yeah, yeah they're, they're dropping. dropping the alien album. Yeah, but uh, you know, stay tuned for that because yeah, it's it's coming, and it's going to shock the people. And speaking on that, <clears throat> wait, did you just say it's gonna come on the people? Yeah, all over. It's gonna come all over their, I like minds. It's gonna fuck them. It's gonna fuck their minds. With no condom. With, oh. No lube. Oh. Yeah. Wow. It's going to fuck people up. So much so that former President Barack Obama predicted that concrete evidence of alien life would fundamentally change global society in an interview published Tuesday with the New York Times. Which Tuesday? Last Tuesday. Which was, uh, wait, this Tuesday? Like, yes, like two day, like a few days ago? No, no, no like last. Oh, uh, last week? Yeah. Like the end, the end of May 2021. Yeah. And in case people are listening, like in 2030 or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> and um, his quote, quoting him, he said, It's interesting. It wouldn't change my politics at all. Because my entire politics is premised mm-hmm. on the fact that there are these tiny organisms on this little speck floating in the middle of space, said Mr. Obama. Mr. Then, Obama. Yeah, yeah, he's not. Yeah. Former, former, president. Former, former President Barack Obama also said, yes. but no doubt there would be immediate arguments about, like, well, we need to spend a lot more money on weapons systems to defend ourselves. New religions would pop up. The former president continued. So who he, knows? So he was saying pretty much if we release this, uh, there's bound to be a need for more money, more research. You you know that like if this is released, people are going to be like, holy shit, we need to create a cult, and or there's going to be a new religion because now there's a new like yeah. now this this recreates history pretty much or I, not creates create but like it rearranges from what we know now and on and on. Yeah, I feel like he definitely knows what's going to be inside those declassified. I feel like files. every president ever. I feel like there's. It might not be a tiny book, but I feel like there are files that every president is like given. As like, hey, as a, like, hey, sir, heads up. Just so you know, in case anything comes up, you should know that, just here, like, read this. Just find out on your own. Heads up, aliens. They're real. Listen to this podcast real quick. (laughs) They talk about a lot of weird shit, but they're really spot on. Yeah, dudes versus (laughs) everything. Dudes versus everything. (laughs) Dudes versus everything.com. The president listens to us. Slash. Um, merch. Yeah. We've gotten a mail from the president. Yeah. He he wears his shirt. Dudes versus everything. Yeah. We can't say which one because of a disclaimer, non-discretionary uh, 
evidence to, uh, yeah yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but anyways yeah i feel like pres- former president barack obama definitely knows that there's something in those files that are about to be declassified because he's saying all this he's saying like well shit people might might as well be fucking prepared because you, you think know, he was doing this to like hey people this is coming up mm-hmm. don't be so shocked yeah because like if it was like here's some news but mm-hmm. like he's like heads up like yeah like i feel like we are about to learn a bunch of shit from the u.s government that we didn't know prior that we, that we knew that we thought we knew we knew but we didn't 100 percent concretely knew yeah like i feel like because everyone knows there's aliens yeah. out there and this is about to change the way that people view a lot of different things. You know there's going to be a Hollywood movie coming out. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that that's uh, one of uh, the main things that I wanted to talk about. Call it the uh, the presidential... Uh, no. The president's friend. Or no. Long lost space. No, no, no. Friends from above. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. presidential excavation. No, 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 no. Make up your mind. Presidential. We're not time limit. Plan. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think Hollywood would come up with if it was like the president and aliens? That, that's literally what they would do. President like, and aliens. People like, they have very short attention spans. If you just put president, aliens, question mark. That'll catch people's attention. That is the title. Yeah. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> anyway, yeah. um, there was a subtopic that I want to get to. Uh, let me uh, arouse you on the emotional side of things. Mm. <sighs> Are you aroused yet? All right. I, 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 I just told you before, like every episode, like <laughs> say it again. What did you tell me before this episode? I, I stay hard. Every episode, he uses his monster cock as a like the light, <laughs> <laughs> like the light that you see in front of his face if you watch the video version. That's being held up by his dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also. This video is sponsored. <laughs> Just kidding. No, it's not. It's not sponsored. It's not. Uh, if you guys are watching the video version of this, uh, go ahead and look at this shirt that I'm wearing. It's uh, very nice and uh, awesome and uh, exclusive. Mm-hmm. You can only get it at dudesvserything.com. Also, also, before we forget to mention it, um, to all our LGBTQ. Oh, yeah, it's their Pride Month. Yeah, happy Pride Month. It doesn't matter who you are, what you are, what you put it in, what you like getting put in. You know what? Or whatever. You yeah, or whatever, whatever letter you would associate with. Yes. Now, mind you, it might sound like we're making fun of you, but we're not. We genuinely 100% care about you. Yeah. Why'd you make that face? No. Like, no, I'm not saying no. Like, I'm saying like... We all care about you. Like, we care about you. I'm just saying, like... Your homophobia is showing. No. Like, there's even, (laughs) even like, like if you're straight, 
Yeah. You're you can even be part of the alpha the no, LGBTQ. I mean the the whole super straight thing was. No, just no, no, like, no, 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 no. There, there's a there's a non something 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 word out there in the fucking uh, LGBTQ. There's a word. There's a letter. One of your letters is uh, like pretty much like if you like read into it, it's like mm-hmm. straight, but like. I don't know. If you're really open to everybody, I feel like straight should be in there. I don't know. But I'm not getting political on this, so I mean, that's just my two cents. It's not really political. It's it's someone's sexuality. Well, yeah, happy Pride Month. Well, it's awesome. Uh, The original Dudes vs. Everything shirt, the Dudes vs. Everything shirt, with the, the, it looks like it was painted on Microsoft Paint. It was. With with the um, (laughs) rainbow letters. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it's for Pride Month. You know what? Ten percent off. But I doubt anyone will actually hear that part. To get ten percent off, you have to comment beans. Yeah. On our last post. Literally, no one has commented fucking beans. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, comment beans, and we will personally DM you mm-hmm. the promo code. Yeah, personally. Yeah. But I wanted to talk about. Uh, Relationship norms, mm-hmm. no societal norms. Okay. Especially because uh, of Pride Month. Well, not because of Pride Month. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pride Month, Prideness, of, like I don't know. Like, this month enrages a lot of people, as well as brings a lot of people together, and like, it. That's just like a, a tangent that I was gonna go off of, but bringing myself back. Mm-hmm. I was with my therapist on Tuesday, and uh, I was I hadn't seen her in like almost a month, and so. Excuse me. You saw her physically? Like, yeah. In person? In person. Like, I was in there. I, I was in the office with her. Um, yeah. And uh, uh, we, we, okay, so anyway, I was telling her how my life was going. And, um, like, I was telling her about, like, what I've been doing with, who I've been doing with, and, like, uh, like hanging out with, and, like, how my work's been, how life's been, how medication's been. How my sex life is going, how terribly, how everything was going right. I, I like I, I, I caught her up. I caught her up to speed uh-huh. with with me and my body and everything. A part of my body, if you know what, if you catch my, if you catch my gist, like you know, like I'm very open with her. We're, we're very open about each other, or mm-hmm. I'm about me. She's not very because she's obviously the therapist, right? Yeah. That'd be weird if she was, like, telling me about her sex life. I feel like if she's listening to this, she'd be very uncomfortable. If you are listening to this, don't feel uncomfortable. Just know that you are welcome to listen to this. Because we have that one talk, that one time that you said you were invading my privacy. You're not invading my privacy. Yeah. Um, this is open to everyone listening publicly. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I felt a certain way about... Uh, With her? <laughs> no. So, actually, for a moment... Far. Really? No, 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 no. So okay, like, so before you, before you fucking like, uh, listen. Let I me. I feel like she's listening right now. I, like, just let me like. I, I, I mean, she's good looking. Okay, I've only ever seen her with a mask on though. But like, I'm just gonna. That's. I'm gonna stop talking about her. Okay. okay. Anyway, she said, uh, not directed towards me, but we were talking about the phrase "I love you," and she was. Um, and then when she was talking, to, we were saying like, I was saying that. It's such a, like, a lot of people 
think it's such a very forbidden phrase yeah or like one of those like super magical phrases or it's like the phrase that like you either like say it mm. and it just like changes everything and she's like and then like she repeated it back to me like mm. why why should saying i love you to someone um change anything mm. and for a split second I blocked off everything before the words I and everything before after the words you and a part of my brain only heard the words I love you mm-hmm. and I told her I was like hearing those words even though they weren't directed to me in that context just hearing someone say those words towards me mm-hmm. even if it's not you know towards me yeah made me feel it made me feel loved hmm. even though she was talking about the phrase not saying it to me yeah and she was like let's go let's talk about that because you know the last time it's been a long time like, when's the last time a woman like said i love you to me you know mm-hmm. a long time and then yeah. when's the last time i said something like that to a woman a long time mm-hmm. like my ex right yeah wait what which one my most recent ex. Oh, okay. Not my yeah. ex-wife. Okay. Obviously. That would have been way too long ago. But, yeah. I'm no, just, I was... I'm just trying to... No, like, my, my most recent ex. Mm-hmm. I was, like, super in love with her. Um, it, anyway. I, I didn't say that to, like... You didn't... Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's I'm, like, I'm oh, like, fucking triggered! <laughs> no, yeah, just, oh, fucking... Um, where was I? Oh, yes. Um... Pretty much what I'm getting at, and I and I had this talk with this um, with this other person. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, "Hey, like," and I'm I'm, I'm I'm trying to get your opinion on it. Do you think that saying "I love you" to someone should change anything? Do you feel like there's two questions here? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like normally it does change something? And second question. Do you feel like it does change something? Wait, aren't those the same question? No. Do you feel like normally mm-hmm. in society mm-hmm. saying I love you to someone changes said relationship that they're in? Mm-hmm. And two, do you think that it does? So on a social level and then me personally. Yeah. Okay. So I think for some people it is hard um, to say... I love you. Um, you know, actually, just the other day, I'm not going to say any names, um, but I was talking to someone who was saying how um, it was hard for them to say I love you, and they don't remember the last time that they've ever said, or they were saying how they've never said I love you. Hmm. Yeah, because it's hard for them. And then we were talking about how, um, how maybe in some instances... Uh, it has to do with the way that you were with you were raised because they were talking about how they grew up in a a household where they didn't necessarily have both parents in the picture right or any uncles or aunts in like stable relationships right so, right. so how, they grew up skewed yeah like so they were saying how like how can they um learn to say i love you when throughout their whole lives you know they were basically shown what terrible relationships were and 
I think it definitely has to do with how you were raised and what type of, um, if you had any trauma, um, and how it molded you into yeah, seeing it. Yeah. I mean, yes, there's obviously like the individual level and like, like I, I can relate to that. Like I mm-hmm. grew up, my parents were divorced and like, I grew up with this skewed version of, is this what life is supposed to be like? Yeah. Is this how am I? Is, I don't want to end up like this. I mm-hmm. want to be happy. I want to. I want my marriage, my first marriage, to last. And unfortunately, it didn't last. And now, I'm not, I'm I'm legally single. So because I'm not married, I haven't remarried or anything. Mm-hmm. But like, I, like I'm I like, now I am colder, and more stern, and more grown, and more mature, and more therapized. <laughs> I've gone through therapy so now like the next marriage for sure is not i'm not gonna let it end you know like so mm-hmm. i'm not gonna even like talk about that unless i know it's for sure for sure for sure for sure for sure mm-hmm. but um i think like you you uh went on to like people people's individual levels mm-hmm. but what do you think as society do you think society without getting down to each individual person do you think society as an average norm do you think people relationships change when someone says i love you on a societal on an average society level on an average society level i think that it does i feel like um as a society um we have learned that i love you are very strong it's a very strong phrase it's you don't say it just because nowadays um or at least you don't hear it um, like you were saying, how you heard it, you haven't heard it in a while. Um, you don't hear it a lot, so when you do hear it, it it means something. It, you know, it, at least at least you and I think it should mean something. Yeah, well, on a society level, um, that it should mean something. Um, but like I said, I mean, this is on a society from what I see um, in the modern day. Um, I think it definitely means something um, for society. Now, for me personally, yeah. for me personally, I think that I love you is a very, very, very strong um, reworded phrase that could change a lot. And not to a point where it just completely changes everything just like that. Right, right. But I love you is basically meant for something that when you say it you mean it of course um, so um so whenever i've said it in relationships you know i meant it you know um and not even like um like personal relationships i'm also talking about like in friendships or like yeah because i say like, i love you to you yeah and i mean it yeah like when you say it you you mean it like whenever you tell someone that you love them like Goddamn boy, I fucking love you. Like you, you fucking mean it. And if you're the type of person to say I love you just for the fuck of it, like you're minimizing something. Yeah. You, you, that's what I. That's a that's another thing. Mm-hmm. Like this fucking gen, like newer generation of people, this younger crowd of people, mm-hmm. and society is slowly changing they they are starting to care less mm-hmm. about things they're, they they are minimizing things they are they're normalized they're de- they're demonizing uh, some people I, I feel like i see that people are demonizing loyalty and they're uh like uh what do you call it uh 
they're gratifying cheating and like uh, it's like oh like it's okay like i cheat like we can like like that you are minimizing something that is pure and what quote unquote should be something exclusive and when you minimize that you you take away meaning from words and that's another thing that people are doing they're they're creating different meanings to different words and I don't know. Would you agree? <laughs> I did that on purpose because I know you had something in your mouth. But um, I'm eating popcorn chicken. <laughs> from Jack in the Box. Jack yeah. in the Box, if you're listening, please sponsor us. Please sponsor us. This is fucking delicious. <laughs> you know they're getting rid of this now? It was only It was only for a limited time. Fuck you, Jack it was, in the Box. Wasn't even, I don't want your sponsor anymore. <laughs> it wasn't even on the menu anymore. I had to ask about it. And um, anyway... Like what? What I think mm-hmm. is yes, I think that society in in, in itself mm-hmm. uh, feels a certain way that they once they hear "I love you" mm-hmm. from their significant other, they feel like that relationship should change now. And personally, my opinion or, or what I'm about to say has now been changed mm-hmm. after speaking with my therapist on Tuesday. Cause before mm-hmm. I, w- I would have been on the same level as like, yeah, saying I love you does change something. But she, she pointed something very, very wise to me. And I mean, as I mean, she's a fucking like therapist. Cool. Like, you know, they know shit. Excuse me. But, um, uh, she, she was saying like, why, would something change okay saying i love you mm-hmm. i already feel that way mm-hmm. i am only now verbalizing it to you those feelings are already there those feelings are already in existence they're inside me and i already feel that way mm-hmm. i am now only letting you know how i feel but for some people um and this is now on a personal level for me for some people, I guess it still is important, even knowing that it's just a verbalization of their current emotions with that person. For some people, they go their whole lives without hearing these words, or they go their lives barely hearing these words. So I love you is very important to said person. Um, so when they finally hear it, it's life-changing it's it, it, it changes how they see things they they start feeling like that fucking butterfly feeling in your stomach like you start getting red like you you feel that like instant set of like dopamine just go into your body and just start to feel that feeling of infatuation and love and mm. you're thinking like you and this other person can't be touched by anything in the universe and that like it's it's a crazy fucking feeling and i think that even though it is just a verbalization of what you're feeling or what have already felt it's still important you know like i can describe to you what the mona lisa is yeah but until you see it you won't really feel how i felt when i saw it I can describe to you how she's posed. I can describe the background of it. 
right. I can tell you all this. Yeah. But unless you actually were there to see it fully, it's different. I get what so, you're saying. Yeah. I, um, but I feel like I feel like things like now having spoken with her, um, I feel like I'm I'm more so on the thing that things shouldn't change. Like when I say change, mm -hmm. I feel like it shouldn't steer away and change the relationship of what it is. Oh yeah, you, of course. That's what I'm getting at. I'm okay. not saying you should feel it differently. Yeah. And also, me and my therapist have come like come to the conclusion. Well, she made me come to the conclusion that she hates. So first of all, she hates the word should, because mm -hmm. it, it, it you what, using the word should, you are now adding to a more norm you're taking away what you do you're adding to a stigma mm -hmm. like oh i should be feel i should feel this way well why like it's setting standards for you're yourself. setting standards yeah. from society like you're you're, you're why oh i should i should be doing this in this stage of this relationship yeah. but why why is it because you 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 have seen this around mm -hmm. or, or i i should be doing this for this person why no you so that's why we we hate or she hates the word should and now whenever i use it she stops me and say no mm -hmm. and i correct myself and try to use it in a better way yeah. but like i now personally think that saying i love you um should not change that relationship whether it is friends with benefits mm -hmm. whether if it's uh, just dating, whether you're a boyfriend and girlfriend, whether you're whatever, mm -hmm. a phrase should not change the direction of where something is going. It should just let you know how that person feels, and you should uh, you should effectively absorb that. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, um, when someone does say it, like say for example, someone says it to you, don't just you know take it. And just be like, oh, cool. Yeah, cool. That, like, that would break them. Yeah, that, that would fucking destroy them. Yeah, that's uh, that's one thing that my therapist, she's like, oh, like, what if someone was like, oh, oh thanks. That would, if I heard that, and like, for me, again, like, it's hard for me to like, start saying I love you to someone, that would fucking like, they would tear me. Like something that takes you a lot to yeah. like, get to, and then now someone's just like, okay. Yeah, like that, that fucking sucks to hear. But I see what you mean about the whole like not changing like everything completely. And another thing that I wanted to talk about yeah. um, is that I read somewhere or I saw a video somewhere. I don't fucking remember where. Um, I'm pretty sure it was on Instagram. I'm 99% of the time I'm on fucking Instagram. But I saw that there are three loves in your life the first love i think i've heard this somewhere yeah the first love that you ever go through is most of the times a very childish one and nine out of ten times that love begins to begins to fade because of you know once again a childish reason or a reason that you know shouldn't be an actual reason and it ends. And sooner or later, you just stop talking to that person. And the second love that you go through is the one that hurts the most. Because it's usually one that you put so much time and effort into. And 
it fucking sucks. Like, have you ever been through heartbreak? You know what it feels like. And that's the second love that you go through in life. Yeah. And the third love in your life, which is usually everyone's last, is the one that you don't go seeking for. It's the love that comes looking for you. That's the one where it's like, hey, stop looking for it. It'll eventually find mm-hmm. you. And definitely um, in life... Um, now again this is not like a set fucking like what you have to go through <laughs> yeah in life. this is also just like it, it, it's one of those things that's that's like one of those it's one of those like sayings you know yeah. and like a lot of people can relate to these things mm-hmm. but you know sometimes i think to myself like man i wish i'd go back and like i'd wish i like i know this but at the same time i also think to myself like eh, you know what it's better i didn't yeah, because, because if you then I didn't be here. Yeah, if you didn't know these things, you would then try to change those things. Yeah. And then who knows where I would fucking be. Which then according to what we talked about in our timeline the episodes, relativity. Like if you were to have known these things and then go back and change these things, mm-hmm. those things would have never existed and therefore you would have come up with a different completely different timeline mm-hmm. and then you would have been somewhere else and then in your future in that timeline you would have been like oh i wish i knew these things so then you go back and change those things and you would never be in a perfect timeline because you would always not know something Mm -hmm. and then find out that something and then wish you could change that and then go back and try to change that Mm -hmm. season three is hitting you hard (laughs) but um hang on i'm trying to catch my train hold on yeah it, it literally left me right now. Hang on. Uh, hang on. Hang on. Wait, wait for it. But, anyways. Yeah. It, it's not a for sure fucking thing. Obviously. But, the truest of loves that you'll ever go through is the one where you already know what you want in life. Because, how can you be in a very healthy relationship without even knowing what you want? So, if you ever want to be in a very healthy relationship, know what you want. Know what you want from yourself and from the other person. Of course, don't try and change the other person. Because they themselves also have to know what they want from themselves. And, you know, it's a relationship where you don't try and change the other person, but rather accept them for who they are and you are happy in said relationship. Yeah, and if that said relationship if you do come across it Mm -hmm. and if it does so happen to end it doesn't mean that this was your third love and it like you have nothing left no that just means that you didn't fit into this magical quote that is like it's another thing it's not what you should do it's you have your own life like you have your own journey and if that person even though they were great and all leaves just know that there's many much more to come your way and i see it as a life lesson it, it is a life lesson whenever it doesn't go right and also adding to what you were saying it's so you should like you should not want to ever change someone mm-hmm. but if they're not what you want then they're not for you yeah. unless you express that not wanting to change them but wanting to see what you want in someone and they change their ways, then that's different. It's not like me telling you, if you give someone an ultimatum, that's you are now the enemy. Yes. So you should want something 
you should want something. You should never give someone an ultimatum. I've been through ultimatums. Maybe I've, you. I've been. I've been through ultimatums. Um, <laughs> well, I'm not gonna talk about it right now. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, I know. And no, you should know what you want. Yeah. And you should. You, okay. You should know what you want. You should know what you need. The other person should know what they want. Mm-hmm. They should know what you need, and that should relatively co- coexist with your needs and wants. Yeah. And then it takes maturity and communication to be able to compromise, to be able to do things for each other, to be able to do things together. There's there's always sacrifices. Yeah. Um, what my point is back to this like beginning thing. Society has a lot of norms, mm-hmm. has a lot of stigmas. And here are dudes versus everything. We try to break those down and turn you guys away from them because any stigma out there is literally an unhealthy one. Yes. I I have uh I'm not going to lie. I have I've done some really shitty things in my life. I have yeah. fuck you. You you have to. Um I wasn't gonna say I haven't. I was gonna say I, I'm me as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you're still a piece of shit. Oh fuck you. But I love you. I love you. Yeah. But anyways, um, I've done some shitty things in my life, um, and I acknowledge them, and I have learned from them, and I have definitely 100% stopped doing them because you know it's unhealthy. You know, if you know that you're doing something wrong, and most of the times you will know. If you if you have like a question like am I doing something wrong, you then you are doing are. something yeah. wrong. Like if if you, in the back of your head you're thinking like, damn, is this really a shitty thing or is this really a good idea? It probably isn't, dude. If you don't, ha- if if you're not within like, if you're not beyond the shadow of a doubt mm-hmm. of whatever, then like, then then you're obviously yeah. yeah. So I've done some fucked up things. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've uh, I have ruined. Uh, relationships because of <clears throat> my personal uh, decisions or I've had um, you know I've I'm just gonna leave it at that I've I've, I've, I've done some shitty things yeah and yeah. okay um, and then you know I, I don't necessarily believe in karma but I feel like karma um, fucking mm. caught up to me and if you feel like karma has caught up to you, then you do believe in karma. I'm using like it, it as a phrase. No. But, yeah. yeah, I feel like Zeus finally zapped me in the ass <laughs> because he was like, what the fuck are you doing now, dude? <laughs> but yeah. So he, he gonna learn today. But yeah. Um, I've learned. I've grown. I am definitely a changed person. Um Currently, um, I am in a very uh, somewhat decent mental health. Oh, I state. thought you were gonna say re- I thought you were gonna say relationship. Oh well, yeah, uh, that like, too. Definitely. No, I thought you were gonna say it's a decent whatever relationship. Oh fuck no, 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 but no like no, you're no, in like, a, like yeah, he's in a good. I think he's in a good one. Um, yeah, I'm I think he's. I think, he, right I think he's found a good one. Yeah, uh, but a, his mental health right now is whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in a great relationship. I'm in a decent mental health state, not because of my relationship. I'm not um, in a relationship, but I, my mental but, health is whatever too. Yeah, I'm just but, putting that out there. I've, I've been growing, and yeah, that's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> <laughs> and that that's pretty much like 
the like what I really the tip wanted of the, tip? the tip of the tip. But I know that I your topic is uh, just as interesting. Um, so what was yours? So to literally completely derail what the fuck we were talking about. <laughs> yeah, derailing the fucking. Yeah, the fucking. It's real. I wanted to talk about um, very unusual deaths. Unusual deaths. Um, I feel like I didn't say this yet. If I did, you know, just call me. What out. do you mean? Unusual deaths that I'm about. To talk you you about. just said like four times. Bruce Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about Bruce Lee, Kurt Cobain, and oh wait, I think you did mention this before. Like you're like, oh, I'm gonna be. Wait, no, no, I think this was before we went live. I don't know. But yeah, Bruce Lee, Kurt Cobain, and the Black Dahlia. <laughs> Very strange occurrences that has happened or have happened in history. Yeah, the Black they, Dahlia not to be mistaken with the Black Swan. Or the band Black Dahlia Murder. But yeah. if you like metal, they're, they're yeah. decent. But anyways. All different. Yep. Bruce Lee. I'm going to first talk about that because you and I saw a documentary about it. It was, it was pretty good. Pretty, pretty hard on. I mean... No. Yeah? That's how you felt? Go on. <laughs> but anyways, Bruce Lee, right? Super fucking awesome dude. He fucking, he was ripped to shit, fucking knew a bunch of kung fu, fucking like, he like did some crazy shit. There was a video of him like playing ping pong with a fucking nunchucks and it was real. And like, super fucking cool guy, right? However... <clears throat> Conspiracy theorists say. Put my tinfoil hat. I'm, I'm gonna make a tinfoil hat and just put it on. <laughs> we have tinfoil, so go ahead. Yeah. But um, Bruce Lee yeah. is said to have died from, um, I believe it was uh, an allergy pill or like uh, some type of medication that he was allergic to. And yeah, he just they, up and died. Yeah, just just they found him in a hotel, and yeah. he's just dead. So like dead. How alive <laughs> and then dead? Yeah, it, it doesn't what, make sense. Was in a meeting ten minutes prior, and then assistant comes in. Oh, he dead? Me call nine one. Oh, that was racist. That was, yeah, that was definitely <laughs> calling you out on your racism. <laughs> right I'm here. sorry, I'm getting buzzed. Um, yeah. yeah, but no, he wasn't in a meeting, right? He, with the, the Chinese, he was in China, mm -hmm. in a in a hotel, right? Um, no, so he actually was in the U.S. when it happened. Um, oh, maybe. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> we are very progressive here at Dudes versus Everything. I, I'm. You not... don't have to explain. You can just continue yeah. with your story. Okay. Um, <laughs> before we get canceled, I'm dude. not gonna. I'm not gonna say yeah. sorry. It's comedic. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> um, so, Bruce Lee, right? He had, at first, his first small role was, you know, uh, I believe it was within The Green Hornet. Uh, if any of you have seen The Green Hornet or even the, rem the remake of The Green Hornet. Well, before that, terrible. like, tell him about how, like, Hollywood didn't want him. Yeah. So, at the time, it was a very racist time <laughs> where... <laughs> where... Um, <laughs> where they didn't want to see um, an Asian lead role. Uh, they, Hollywood just was like, no, oh, no, fuck that. We don't want that. But then, 
he created a movie, um, I believe it was called The Fist of Fury, um, that was released um, as a foreign film, and then it was translated into English, and it fucking boomed. It like, was amazing, in the 70s. Yeah. Yeah, like, people were like, holy shit, this is fucking awesome. It's an action movie where this dude just kicks people's asses and stuff. And, like, there's no, like, stunt actors or anything. Like, he like he it was, does his own shit. Yeah, like, he's, like, little. you can see him beating the shit out of people. And everyone in America fucking ate it up. And then the Americans were like, mm, let's look... Let, let, Let's not be racist today, and let's sign them up. <laughs> and that's tomorrow. what they, yeah, and the, and that's what they did. <laughs> and so they signed him on. However, with every rise of a star, there is a very dark casted shadow. And with that, there is the Chinese mafia. The Chinese mafia. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. Uh, we're gonna get killed. What are you? What are you gonna do? Kill me? <laughs> Thank you. No, yeah, literally, thanks. <laughs> Our mental health state is not great. But, uh, um, so the Chinese mafia heard about this. They were like, holy shit, there's a fucking actor who's making movies, and he's Asian? Like, yo, we can make money. We can make a lot of money off this dude. Because they had this thing, like, they had a protection program where you had to pay, and Bruce Lee was like, nah. He was literally like, nah. He was like, I no pay. I don't need protection. I I do my own shit. Yeah. I don't, I'm not I'm not afraid. <laughs> so then the Chinese mafia was like, Excuse well, you. fuck. Like, thank that. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, anyways, <sighs> popcorn chicken. Um, <laughs> mafia. The Chinese mafia was like, fuck. This dude's not taking our insurance. Basically, it was insurance. Yeah. Every every mafia and mob has come up with. Take our insurance or you die. Yeah. Which is kind of fucked up, but you know what? Whatever. <laughs> but anyways. Um, yeah, the Chinese mafia was like, well, if this dude doesn't take our insurance, kill him. <laughs> and so they did exactly that. I firmly believe that Bruce Lee fully fucking ripped, like can fucking hit ping pong balls with fucking nunchucks. There's no way he, he could have died. From a measly fucking like small ass little pill from an allergic reaction. He was the, uh, he was Chinese, right? Yes. He was the Chinese version of Chuck Norris. Pretty much like yeah. nothing could stop him. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, in one minute he's like a fucking god amongst men, the next minute he's just fucking dead. And the Chinese mafia. We're like, like we, we, we wonder what happened. Like, I don't know. I don't know what happened to him, but you know, this probably wouldn't have happened to him if he didn't have our insurance. And <laughs> and what makes it even more fucked up and most likely true, a hundred percent true, mm -hmm. is that Bruce Lee's son. Okay, great guy, great, great actor. Guy. Well, I mean. Uh, for what he the the small part he was cool yeah good looking guy yeah Bruce Cute. Lee's son literally Bruce handsome. Lee's son very handsome was about to make this huge fucking film the, uh, uh, or okay he, he was oh, in this film yeah he was about to be in this film or was in this film 
called The Crow. You can look it up. Never finished. Great movie. Well, with him. Yeah. Fully alive. (laughs) (laughs) But. Bruce Lee's son was mysteriously killed during the fucking, like, during the fucking role of him being his first movie of him being in stardom. And I'm pretty sure the Chinese mafia was like, hmm, his son wants to go into stardom too, but he doesn't want to pay for the insurance. Bet. Chinese mafia gangsters was like, we kill father, we kill son, they don't make it alive. <laughs> yeah, that may have technically, yeah, yes. Okay, so basically the Chinese mafia was like, you know what, fuck it. Kill and two. Kill two. Now, here's the fucked up part about all of this, right? Bruce Lee's son, right, was killed because Good of... Good looking guy. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> Was killed because the prop gun. Oh, this is fucking stupid. It's so stupid. And it, it was swapped out last minute. No, no, it wasn't swapped out. The gun itself was not swapped out last minute. No, the prop gun was swapped out for a real gun. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. what the fuck? It was swapped out for a real gun with rounds that were homemade to be blanks. But still had a round in it, and to, no, to be I, authentic. I, 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 no, no, I, I feel like I feel like you are giving a little bit of the wrong story, like uh, creating a wrong picture. Hmm. Like there was a round lodged in. Yeah, but yeah. Not, that, not purposely. Mm. So what? If it was purposeful, they would have killed them on purpose. Well, conspiracy theorists say that. The round was in there to basically put the blame on um, on the actor that had the gun, and so the so they wanted to blame the actor for killing him. Yeah, so okay. they wanted to put all the blame on him. So let me get this right: uh, prop, prop, fake gun, mm-hmm. switch for real gun. Yep. because it it real gun makes more real, authentic, mm-hmm. and we're gonna use homemade bullets mm-hmm. because fuck it. And put powder in it, because fuck it. And then we're gonna put a fake bullet in there for authenticity. Yep. And here's also another really fucked up part: is that the prop master or the like the main prop dude signed out on that day early. So there's no way dun, dun, dun. that that gun was not handled by somebody within the Chinese Mafia that could have definitely fucked with it and was like, fuck it. We're going to kill two generations. What makes people think that the Chinese Mafia was in the the, the fucking uh, scene or the the filming area? Conspiracy theorists definitely say that it was because of connection. I mean, think about it. Like, They're connected with Hollywood? Yeah, I mean it's the mafia, dude. The, the mafia the has Chinese mafia. It with doesn't matter. American Hollywood. I mean, as long as it's fucking ma, it's as long as it's the mafia, and there's a huge Asian role within uh, the Hollywood. It, it yeah, as long as there's an Asian role, a huge Asian role, especially that's connected to Bruce Lee, who 
was one of the first Asian, big Asian yeah, 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 roles yeah. Like, in yeah. Hollywood. Like, even to this day? Yeah. Really? Like, well, who's, who's the other one? Um, there's another Lee, right? Jet Li. Uh, Jet Li. Yeah. Him? Is he Chinese? I don't know. Okay, I, I he's, don't he's, wanna... he's, he's, he's really his good. movies are pretty good too. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen the Jet Li, any of the any of the Bruce Lee, uh, Jet Li, and the one, Jackie Chan is a very, very, very great actor. Oh yeah, he's way. Chinese. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's Chinese. Yeah, he's Chinese. He's, Chinese. Um, and he's huge. Jackie he's Chan. Thick. I love his fucking movies. big. And he's like, I remember watching like Rush Hour. Yeah, Rush Hour. Rush Hour is a great fucking movie. If y'all haven't seen that dun, shit, that shit's dun, fucking great. Dun, dun, dun. Um, and he did all his stunts. He does all his stunts. Literally. Yeah. But anyways, to not sidetrack, Chinese Mafia killed Bruce Lee's sons and... Well, not sons, but son and Bruce Lee. 100%. I definitely think the Chinese Mafia was in on it. I definitely think that the Chinese Mafia f- like did some fucky things. And yeah, they, they really did some fucky things. Like some fucky-wucky fucky walking like yeah like, like a like like yeah kind of stuff yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that they did some fucked up shit and um last person um make it quick and brief uh, i guess since we're well, i guess you don't have to make it super quick but yeah okay so black dahlia murder for those of you who don't know um the black dahlia murder it it took the fucking it happened, the, happened it took place in the 1930s uh she was a white woman um uh, called uh, nicknamed black dahlia because her nickname caught on by civilians you know how like the news catches on and that's how they named this person mm-hmm. and a uh, killer was never found to this day um go you go so it actually happened in 1947 oh i was um, wrong yeah um 1947 uh, the way that it happened was that uh, this lady was walking with her, um, with her child, and then she saw what she at first thought was a mannequin, but then it turned out to be the body of a woman. Um, so reported it to the police, and the Black Dahlia, or well, she was, sorry, she was posthumously known as this name, but her real name was Elizabeth Short. Elizabeth Short was found cut, surgically cut, perfectly. So whoever cut her had to have known about, like, actual, like, surgery and actual anatomy and everything. Um, Yeah, the skill level of this was, like, top tier. Yeah. Almost perfect, like, pretty much perfect cuts. Like, no one else, unless you were a doctor, knew how Mm -hmm. to do this shit. Yeah. So speaking about that. So, a lot of people definitely 100% think that there was this doctor who, let me pull up his name really quick, because I definitely 100% forgot after drinking. Uh, He was a famous doctor uh, amongst the celebrities and Hollywood crowd who um, pretty much did all these like low-key procedures and like most of his procedures were all these like high-profile people. And a lot of that kind of stuff was kept hush hush also he would do certain things for you know high uh, profile political people 
people in the police, people in like, you know, politics. And mm-hmm. uh, so all most of his clientele were high profile people, even including like what um, sex workers or no, like police uh, officers, yeah. fucking like big time celebrities. So this is not 100 percent concrete. This is also a conspiracy theory. But, but everything really adds up, and yeah, this might as well be fact. Um, this one. So, this guy's name is... Dun, dun, dun. Steve Hoddle. Steve Hoddle? Yes. Yeah. So, um, unless I'm mistaken... Um, but yeah, Steve Hoddle. So, Steve Hoddle, um, he is now passed. But, um, the reason that his name came up was because his son, who is actually a sheriff of the police department down there, um, in California, by the way, um, he found this little book that had It was George Hoddle. George Hoddle? George Hoddle. My bad. George Hoddle, um... Was the Steve Hoddle was his son. Yeah, Steve Hoddle was the son who found this book that had a picture of Mrs. Short, who, um, Elizabeth Short, who, he was like, wait a minute. How? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, he was like putting one and two together and he was like, holy shit. My dad's a fucking murderer. Yeah, if you Google George Hoddle, the one of the first few pictures on there is that picture that he thought was her. Mm-hmm. So, um, Steve Hoddle, the sheriff at the time of the police department, um, he was like, holy shit, my dad's a fucking killer. <laughs> and now, he, he never really liked his father to begin with because, you know, he, he did some pretty fucked up shit, especially with his sister. Yeah. Um, Who he molested, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Yeah, so he was like, fuck you. Yeah. So, I'm gonna fucking bust you. So, George Hoddle, the, the doctor. The physician, yes. Um, he essentially did illegal abortions um, during the time of the 1940s, 50s, 60s. A very long time. Illegal not, abortions. Not the 50s and 60s, because that was after her Dahlia. That was 30s and he, 40s. He still continued. Okay, well, 30s and 40s mainly, and then yeah. those, and so on. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he did illegal abortions for very, very big-time fucking actors and big-time, like, anyone who was, like, huge in Hollywood, even, like, sheriffs or fucking deputies. Or, yeah, if you like, had a big dick in Hollywood or, yeah. like, a deep... Or even politicians at the time. You yeah, know exactly. who to call, Politicos, which yeah. was fucking George Hoddle, because he will take you to his house. He will take whoever you knocked up, or if you were an actress and got knocked up, and he will. He will go in there and fucking yep get the coat hanger and get rid of it. Yep. Fucking act like nothing ever happened. And because of that, George Hoddle had so much fucking power over everyone because he literally had so much shit over everyone. He could blackmail the fuck. He could blackmail. I'm pretty sure the fucking mayor of California. Yeah, he 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 had people. He ha- he had pretty much a list of anyone. Yeah. He anyone he could fuck you over. Yeah, pretty much. If you knew anyone in Hollywood, he was probably connected to that guy. Yeah, 
Or woman. Like, it didn't matter who you were. He had power over you. <laughs> he had power yeah. over you. And you could not fucking, like, destroy this man. So, when Steve Hoddle, George Hoddle's son, found the picture of the Black Dahlia, he put things together and he was like, holy shit, my dad was having an affair with Elizabeth Short. And, you know, she was cut surgically. And my doctor's a fucking, basically a fucking surgeon. So, he was like, holy shit, my dad fucking killed Elizabeth Short. So literally everything, even though it's a fucking conspiracy, mm-hmm. literally everything adds up. Everything is like just it's like gravity. Mm-hmm. It's like a conspiracy or not a conspiracy. It's a theory, but it's a pretty much it's pretty much might as well be fact. That's how mm-hmm. this is. But yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Is that your phone? No, that was your phone. Go ahead. Anyways, some spooky shit's happening tonight. Um, yeah, Siri just started talking out of nowhere. That was fucking weird. That was weird. And she's not supposed to say anything because it was face down. Yeah. But anyways. Um, I think they're listening to us. I think the government knows. The government, by the way, I don't know. If you're worried about them, if I don't know. There, there's, an, there's another topic for another episode. But just know they're listening. They have your data. If you like, literally apps. You 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 don't read the terms and conditions. You accept it all. But anyways, um, sorry, train was leaving. <laughs> Just got it. Anyways, so Steve Hoddle, right? Uh, George Hoddle's son sent this information to the police department, and you know what the police department does? What do they do? They go in to George Hoddle's house and shortly come out. And we're like, yeah, we didn't find anything. Cap. Big cap. Because they were like, mm, this guy did an abortion <laughs> on one of the chicks that I knocked up and I don't want to tell my wife. So, guess what? Nothing fucking happens. You know, this is how it went. Fucking, hey, George, uh, we, we got a few questions for you. Uh, you, 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 know where the, you know where the police department, you know, you know how things work here. Uh, we just got a few questions about this, this, you know, there's this woman, right? And, you know, she was cut up very, very precisely, George. And, you know, there's not a lot of physicians around here that with this kind of technique, George. And, you know, uh, we found this book and George, we got to tell you, uh, it, it looks, it looks pretty dark. And then George was like, yeah, but, um. Hey, uh, by the way, uh, how's your wife doing? How's your, how, how, you know, how's your wife? Um, I, you know what? I almost published somehow accidentally that woman you were with the other week. Hmm. And they're like, wait, wait a minute. George, like, you don't, George, you don't want to do that. And he was like, oh, you're not the right George. This, this, this is the wrong house, guys. Go, go. We got to get out of here. What? That's George, George Hoddle. Oh, sorry. We, 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 we got it wrong. It's George Schnoddle. Guys, what the? We, we got the wrong address. Sorry, sorry, George. Sorry to bother you. And then they, they, then. You know. 100%. I definitely think that's how it fucking happened, dude. Like, the, the cops showed up. They were like, mm, we don't want to fuck with this. So then the cops left, 
and George Hoddle was never arrested. George Hoddle was definitely the fucking killer of Elizabeth Short. But yeah. we'll never know because he died. Yeah. And he's never going to be arrested. He's never going to never going to like face time because of it. There and will he, never be real justice for her. Yeah. And th that's really fucked up. And it's one of Hollywood's biggest like like unsolved mysteries. But everyone knows who did it. You know, we oh, know. Oh, George Hoddle. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know nothing about that. Because if they did, then by association, they would all be fucked. Mm -hmm. And that's that's how it is in fucking Hollywood. Like, as soon as there's a, like, fucking Epstein or fucking, like, any fucking major thing or, like, even the dude who, um... Speaking of which, the dude who directed, um, the first, um, the, the iCarly. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the whole Nickelodeon, um, I, I believe it was Dan... Schneider? Dan Schneider. I don't know, maybe. That's the only Dan I know of. Had a severe... Well, not severe, but it had like a huge foot fetish. Hmm. And he would make a bunch of Nickelodeon actresses like show their feet. Oh, that's kind of hot. And creepy. The, the, it's definitely creepy. Very, maybe mainly creepy. It's mainly creepy. It's disgusting, like, actually. Because these children. are children. Yeah, yeah children, children, dude. Like, like, a bunch of shit happens in Hollywood... That, like, no one really fucking knows about. And then when people do find about... Oh, you know, the, you, it, it wasn't... Uh, hey, Jerry, I, I know... So, listen here. Hey, Dan. So, I heard you were taking pictures and you were asking for pictures of these these, these, these women. They're, they're fucking... They're 14, 15. This new one that we got, she's 12 years old. You know they got they got they got to sign they got to sign this disclosure thing and the, you know the parents got to be there but like you know they're really close I know you're a director and everything but why you know like what you know if you there's the internet man like you like Dan like hey come on. and then the dude's like hey listen you like your job right you like your job right how about that one time I found you fucking the assistant in the closet. And you know what? Everyone blacksmells each other, so therefore no one fucking ends up going anywhere. And, and, and you know, like, there's the whole, like, fucking sex trafficking ring, mm -hmm. and, like, it, there's fucking politics involved, uh, politicians involved, there's fucking Hollywood involved, like, some of the biggest fucking uh, dirty fucking uh, criminals that are involved in sex trafficking are the people in power, and it's fucking disgusting. Yeah. And to be honest with you, it's probably still happening to this fucking day. No, like, it happens it, every day. Like, it, it's really fucked up. Like, Hollywood has a lot of deep, dark fucking secrets that they are not revealing. And they probably will never reveal. And they'll take it to their fucking grave. Yeah. And it, it's pretty fucked up. And um, I think that, you know, Elizabeth Short's murder will never become, or will never come to full justice. Um, or Bruce Lee's murder will never come to justice. Are all these people that have or very, Bruce Lee's son, or Bruce Lee's son's murder will never come to justice. And I, I will say murder because some of these are like, oh, these are accidental deaths. No, no, literally, they were fucking murder. They're murders. They were murdered, and Hollywood knows it, and a lot of people know it, but we're just brushing it off like, oh, 
Yes, yeah. it's, it's just accidental. It happens yeah. all the time. Yeah, but that's not to say that the entirety of Hollywood and not everyone in Hollywood, not everyone is bad. Mm-hmm. Not everyone is bad, obviously. Like, like that. If that were true, then fuck, I don't know. Like that, like not everyone can be bad, but not mm-hmm. everyone can be good either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, yeah, that's that's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've we covered a good amount. Yeah. Um we covered uh here's some things up. We covered things about relationship, we covered things about the president, mm-hmm. covered things about recent news, we covered things about COVID we covered things about a few murders and accidents and conspiracies. Uh, and if you enjoyed this episode and you want a little discount, comment beans. beans. That is B E A N S on our most recent post. Yeah. And that's relative to whatever time you're listening. So, I mean, really, it could be like any of the most recent posts, um, and then we'll decide. My kids. But um, uh, this is dudes <laughs> this is dudes versus everything, and we are your hosts, Rudy Robles and Jesus Perez. And this is the end of season three, episode one. I think I know. That I love you. I love you. I love you. I, no, I, lo- I, love, I, you. I love, you. love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I'm in love with you. No. <laughs> also, there is a difference between loving someone, having love for someone, and being in love with someone. Just know the difference. And if you don't know those differences, do your research. Do your own research because we are not financial advisors. We are not therapists. We are not... Mm, we're medical professionals, but we, we're not, we can't, this is a podcast, we can't, you know, this is your disclaimer. Do your own research whenever it comes to making your own decisions. Um, yeah, we'd love to educate you on certain things, and uh, we'd like to make you laugh. If you didn't laugh, then go fuck off. Um, <laughs> unless you have, like, a medical disability and you literally can't laugh, and um, <laughs> then, I'm sorry. <laughs> You suck. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, stay tuned, right, Robles? Stay tuned. Please. And if Someone sponsor us. <laughs> honestly, yeah. Um, yeah. We. I will do. I will do. Uh, I will starving. do things. He is. He is starving. He is literally like. Thirst. He is quenching for thirst right now. I will like he is down astronomically. He, have you ever seen a black hole in the mass that it has and like the gravitational force that it like actually has? That's what he has. He is down that bad. I'm not. Yes. I'm, <clears throat> I saw you looking at the mountains here in Washington the other day. I saw what you did. I didn't do anything. What I, what I do? What I do? What I do? All I'm going to say is that you were down bad, bro. Cap. You saw those pair of mountains and you were like, damn. Damn mountains remind me of a pair of titties. I had that accent. Yeah. Yeah, damn. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not down bad no more. No? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. 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 But anyways. Anyways. We like you. We love you. 
Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. Good fucking morrow. Good fortnight. Good good, good fucking morrow. Good night. Fortnight. Good fucking whatever fucking timeline you're in. Whatever you if if you're in our timeline or someone else's timeline. Whatever that mentioned the four D, the three D, the A D, the five D, the whatever D, the how many D's you got. Or how many D's you don't got. Or how many holes you got. No matter what letter you alphabetize yourself in within the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. Whatever whatever uh, the thing you identify as. If you like dick. If you don't like dick. If, if you, you like pussy. If you don't like pussy. If you mm-hmm. like head. Don't like head. If you like ass. Eat ass. Don't like. what well, Literally from A to Z. From Z to zero. From one to nine to infinity and beyond. Mm-hmm. Like my shirt. The infinity symbol. Dudes versus everything. That you can get on dudes versus everything.com. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you for listening to this podcast. We appreciate you. We like you. We oh, love you. You said that already. No, I'm saying it again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Till next time. See ya.